0: Hello everyone, welcome to the new episode of the Sikarika Podcast. I'm your host Ilkay Aslan, and today I'm joined by Dominic Ilmi. So, how do you feel today, Dom?
1: I'm very good, thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah, I feel I feel good as well. Um, uh, all right, so we played against Gensha Bali, uh a couple of days ago, and uh, you know we had we still have actually hopes. Uh, to play qualifier for the Champions League, but, uh, you know, everyone was thinking, uh, okay, now, you know, we can focus on a target, right, because since we lost to the Championship race, and we are out of the the Turkish Cup, we actually had nothing to fight for, right? Uh, But suddenly, we had a chance to uh, play qualification for the Champions League. Um, But, you know, the thing is, like, when when we have a target, when we have something to really focus and play for, we just drop points, somehow, I don't know, it, it sounds strange, but this is what it is, right, uh, we dropped points against Gensha believe the score is 1-1, uh, you know, and thanks to a, a late goal by Emre Belezoglu, you know, the man who is almost 40 years old and still, uh, we are, we're still holding tights on Emre Belezolu. Uh you know, so what do you think about this game in general?
1: Well, I mean, before the match, obviously, all the fans, you know, were talking about the Champions League and, uh, you know, obviously, there was a chance we could still finish third this season and, you know, go to Europe. I think before the game, we were sixth, maybe? Yes, sixth. So... I mean, I'm I'm quite enjoying it because I just found it quite funny, you know, people put on Twitter lots of like memes and whatnot, you know, about us being in the, you know, Champions League again. It may, you know, it's more, it's a more fun time to sort of be on social media. It did seem a bit, you know, like, I think before, maybe a couple of weeks before that, I was just hoping, you know, maybe we can get in that last Europa League qualifying spot, which... That was sort of my hopes. That's what I'd say I'd be happy with um, because even that seemed unlikely. So obviously there was, like you said, there was something more to fight for when we're going into this game and indeed sort of the three games after that. So, you know, four games left. We sort of needed to win like pretty much all of them to, uh, to get the Champions League spot. And yeah, obviously, I mean, I was, I was quite hyped up for the game because these games have been after coronavirus you know and when the leagues restarted the games they've been quite interesting but then when you don't really have something to fight for they're not as fun to watch so you know I was quite I had quite high expectations to watch like the game I didn't know how it was going to end up. obviously 1-1 one, one is a disappointing result we could have won the game but at the same time you know Gensh Labili they did play well especially in the first half they you know, had a lot of chances and we they kept us back in our box pretty much.
0: Yeah, right. Especially in the first ten minutes I thought, okay, this is the game we will not win for real. <laughs> you know. Uh, because maybe um you know the the case the when when I saw the lineup, just like most a bunch of Fanabacha fans, I thought okay, we are gonna have a problem here. Because, you know, I saw Jason uh, on the lineup as a center back once again. I think the problem with this I think um, also, we don't even learn from our mistakes, you know, because let's be honest, Jason is a good player, no offense. But when he doesn't, because centre back is not his, you know, normal position. He plays uh, as a midfielder, so it is very normal for him to do mistakes when he plays as centre back. Because especially after he's he's all the pressure from the fans on the social media, right? They were saying that okay, don't play Jason. He's he's bad, you know, he's terrible at cent- as a centre back. So. I, I knew that, you know, I saw in his eyes, like, he, he knew about all these things going on, right? He knew about all these things. He knew that um, he had too much pressure on him. So, you know, you can also see that when he got the ball, he was, like, he was very excited. Like, it was his first game as a professional football. you know what I'm saying? He was very exciting. He was very, really, uh, like, um, but the, the games that they played, they also knew that Jason, like, had that pressure. So, they were always, you know, uh, playing on him. And as you know, as you know, he did he did mistakes again, and I think t- two or t- I think twice or third time, I don't remember. He did some very critical mistakes that we almost considered the goal, right? Uh, but then the the coach decided to put Ozan to as the, uh, the center back and moved Jason onto, onto, onto the midfield position. And when it, it was the first uh, half time, it was f- time, so uh, Emre Belözoğlu and Jelson was off. Um, so I want to ask you that: um, Do you know? I think uh, you know it's a, it's for real that it's a mistake to play Jelson as a centre back. Uh, so do you believe he, he really that? Like, I see him because I see the more that he wants to leave the club. Do you think it's because of this, like he, him playing as a centre back, and uh, the fans are not unhappy with this?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm sure that does have a big uh, part to play um I think you know he hasn't like we said he's not really been performing well at all it was like you know we're all waiting for him to mess up you know no one has any confidence in him but I think that's you know I think he was criticized when he did play in midfield but not as much you know uh so I think you know that probably does have a big effect on him but I think you know we just come summertime we need to sign some good centre-backs so, we, you know, we don't ever have to put him in that position again. And, you know, I, I wasn't happy when I saw him in centre back. I just saw when I saw the lineup, I thought, oh, no, here we go again. But the sort of alternative is, you know, to put someone like Ozan Tufan or Luis Gustavo in that position. And then we take away something from our midfield. So it's a big dilemma. Uh, I've seen, you know, fans, they're saying, oh, you know, let's put a young guy in the back. But obviously, there's so much pressure at this point in the Mm -hmm. season we're still chasing these European spots uh obviously you know it could pay off if we put a young guy there I'd like to see it happen but I I know I I understand why the team you know the manager he doesn't want to you know go and pick a young guy
0: yeah I was about to talk about this you know uh, as you mentioned we, we have we still have actually uh, if you finish the chart in the league, uh, so we will, we will have a chance to play in the Champions League. Uh, so do you believe this is the reason why the coach didn't really want to put that young guy, I think his name is Jane, that young guy uh, as, a, as a starter over Jailstone?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think like throughout the, the past couple of years, it's been tough time for the club. And, you know, Ersan, you now said. I don't want to play any young players because it's, you know, it's not going to help them. And whether that's true or not, I think, you know, it is a time where we, you know, the fans, they're going to probably get mad about anything. They, you know, be like, Oh, you played Gelson, That was such a bad idea. But if a young guy came in, they'd probably be like, and messed up. They, they, it's unlikely they'd be happy about it. You know, they wouldn't be like, Oh, well, you know, we don't, we're not going to this Europe this year because, you know, we put this 19 year old or, However old he is, you know, at the back and he didn't pass so well. I think I've seen some fans and they say, you know, look at Ozan Kabak. Um, yeah. You know, Fatih Terim put him against him in just because he had problems with defence. But I think that's one thing I've always, you know, been jealous of about Fatih yeah, Terim see. is... He's, you know, he's got that confidence coming out of him. He's a great motivator. I think, you know, if he tells a young guy, "You get on the pitch, you can do it," they're going to go on there and they're going to play well. But in yeah. our club, we don't really have that guy, so I think, you know, it's it would be like a they wouldn't go on with that confidence that Fatih Terim can bring.
0: Yeah, right. same here. As well, as far as I remember, he Fatih Terim like he played uh, Ozan Kobak in the Champions League, huh? uh yeah have, yeah that's that's because it, but the player when he when he's on the pitch he knows that as you mentioned like probably he the coach tells him some motivation talk before he goes on the pitch when he's on the pitch he feels that okay the coach trusts me right he he, he feels relaxed you know he feels, he feels good uh, that, as you mentioned maybe we need that that uh that guy but of course not with the same personality as 43. No offense, but
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe
0: he's a, he's a good one to wear. I'm, yeah, that's for real. We have to tell him, we have to tell the facts. Uh, but as much as we, we, with our club, uh, we don't really play youngster. This, this doesn't change. I don't really remember what was when it was the last time we really played a youngster very often. That was probably the last one was Tunja Shalna, yeah. Uh, so that was the last guy as far as I remember, and also that was like oh, Salu with Aykut Kojaman. Uh, but it doesn't a lot happen often. This is the problem, yeah. Because uh, like when if you don't play these youngsters in those kind of games, when will you play them? Like because Turkish Cup games, they just maybe you play maximum 10 or 15 Turkish Cup games per season, right? So they don't really get that match condition. If they only play in the Turkish Cup, they will not develop. They will not get better, in my opinion. You know, uh, maybe yeah they will prove themselves. They will they will want to show themselves. Uh, but even they do very well, I don't think. Uh, they will start uh, start um, in the league games or Europa League games or Europe in Europa competitions. This is the problem with us. Hopefully, this will change soon. Because to me, if uh, like I was, I would have been very happy if that young centre back played against Genshavli, at least start against Genshavli. But I'm also happy with wanting that that one positive thing happened in that game. It was that Omar, Omar Faruk came in. He, he made his debut, you know, as a fan about to player at the age of 16. So that, to me, that was the only positive thing in that game. You know, this is the only thing I want to remember. So I'm very happy for him. Hopefully he will get more chances. Hopefully uh, hopefully he will start uh, and become a big star for us uh, because we know that the guy is very talented and we count on him. Uh, This is is what it should be with uh, our fans as well. You know, we should keep supporting young stars because uh, we were like, uh, we were not happy. That youngsters young uh, didn't really get chances. Like we are telling, okay, Fari is young, he should play, but Fari is 20 years old. He's gonna be 21 soon, right? And um, he's gonna be 21. Like if you check some big clubs in Europe, they play kids, right? Guys who are like 16 or 17 years old. Those are youngsters. Like when you are after 20, 21, you should be just a starter, you know? So no more youngster. I mean, this is what my opinion is. Okay, he's still young, but when you say youngster, the first thing I think is like 16 or 17 years old. Uh, I don't know what the other people think, but this is what I think. Uh, so hopefully we will get um, more chances coming uh, from our youth youth acad- academy to give them chances as much as we can. And um, this is what it is. Um, okay, so uh, I want to also talk about one more thing that, that was like all over the in social media, uh, people are like um, unhappy with that. You know, uh, there will be four rule back in the Turkish Super League uh, after the next season, after this season. So I'm sure you check the rules. Uh, like uh, it, it will keep getting lower, right? The foreign numbers will keep getting lower. Um, mm. So yeah, for the twenty two uh, for two thousand twenty and two thousand twenty one, there will be like four, uh, fourteen foreign players in the squad and uh there there will be also eight players eight foreign players uh will be on the pitch and for 2021 and 2022 there will be 12 foreign players on the squad and seven on the pitch and 2022 and 2023 there will be 10 foreign players in the squad and only six on the pitch so what do you think about this do you think this is a very bad idea or do you think it's a bad idea
1: <laughs> to me. it's
0: just a bad idea but you pick that
1: uh, yeah no <laughs> I like that um but no I think yeah it's a, it's a very bad idea you know we've had a foreigner rule before and it didn't do anything good to the league um we got rid of it and we started selling our Turkish, you know, players to Europe for big money. So I don't know where the idea has come from to think, oh, let's do it again. And I was, you know, thinking because it's been, you know, rumoured for a while that it's going to come back. And I was thinking about it. I was like, what is the motivation? You know, I was thinking maybe... Maybe money, maybe these guys, you know, it's going to get them more money. But then I thought, you know, this is something that's going to actually decrease the value of the Super League. So I don't see where this money is going to come from. You know, I, I, I can't understand it.
0: Yeah, I think probably they did this. They, did, <clears throat> they uh, brought back this foreign rule because they they think, uh, you know, uh, we will have more uh, Turkish players, you know what I'm saying, and it would be good for the national team, I mean uh I think I have, this is nothing to do with national team or having bad Turkish players, I don't really think so, because you know, do you know any other Turkish footballers uh at the level of Emre Bele- Belezola at the age of 20, at uh, uh, 39 or 40? Well, no. Yeah, you can't really say any name, right, besides Emre Belezolo, this is what it's like, because Emre he played like in Europe, I'm saying, and he really takes care of himself very good. So this is something I don't like about him. He's a professional sportsman, you know. And this is just, this, the first name comes to my mind is Emre Like okay, there are like players, and I think South is also 35 or something, but you know he's not at the top level. You know that, right? Uh, and even Casar fans are not really happy with him. But I'm talking about, like, he's almost 40, right? And look at the way he plays when he when he's uh, coming off the bench. You know how he changed the game for us. So this is what all, I also admire of uh, Emre Belezolu. And, you know, also look at that foreign players who play in our Turkish Turkish league. Like Nus Gustavo is, OK, 32 years old. But I think he's, uh, uh, his level is out of this Turkish Super League. You know, he's he's so good at it. And, um, okay, let's check the opponents. They're, uh, like, on the Mustara, right? Without Mustara, to be honest, they're in big trouble. We all know that. And now we are seeing how big trouble they are in. uh, Keep dropping points. And, uh, you know, also um, another opponent player I really respect so much is Atiba Hutchinson. You know, he's, I think, 37 years old. And he is still at his beast. He's a beast, let's be honest, man. So, I don't know what you think about those players, but, you know, I can give you examples like that. Like, uh, this is why I believe that Turkish, uh, like, that, I mean, foreign rule will not do good uh, for Turkish football. And if you check the Turkish national team, I can say, like, maybe one of, the, like one of the best Turkish national team ever, right? And look at the players in the squad. For example, Cenk Tosun, he moved to Premier League from Besiktas, from Turkish Super League. And we had that foreign rule, Right. And General he went to Juventus. He played in Alanya before, and he, you know, we know that he came out of the Fenerbahce youth academy. And uh, that was, of course, foreign rule. Uh, okay, Charles, Ongju, Cengiz you can keep counting, right? keep counting. Uh, mm. And everyone who, who, who moved to Europe top clubs, we had, we still have, we had that for. Uh, we we didn't have that foreign rule, right? So this is why I think it will be a very bad idea to bring it back. I don't really think they will change their idea. Uh, but um, I'm really um, scared of the like the future of Turkish football. Hopefully things will not get worse. But I'm, I'm like the our football teams are already, you know, are in big trouble about financially, you know. Uh we all like, you know, if you fan still suffering, you know. And imagine now there will be foreign rules so you'll have to run after the best Turkish footballers, right? So you will have to pay good money to get them. For, you know, like we did with our Putuk, right? Like we did mm. with Mehmet Topos back in the days. We, we, we paid very good money for those, for those guys. And no fans but I don't really... I can't really say what they did for our club. You know, I mean, can you say that he they won us the championships? They did something amazing. That we won, we won uh, trophies or something. Can you say that?
1: No, I mean, well, I they, think of course they I...
0: played, yeah, like they did their part, like, yeah. they were okay. But I, yeah, I respect that. But I'm talking about like they're not really like professionals. They didn't really play. They didn't really keep playing, right? They were like mostly they came to Fanabati and they became bench players. Because they yeah. didn't, I, I think they didn't really um, work hard. You know, they thought, okay, we are in, we are in one of the best football teams in Turkey, right? So you know, just we got get our money, so just relax. If you get yeah. the job, we, if you get a chance, we play. This is it, right? I mean, no offense, but this is the truth that I don't, I didn't, I haven't seen any of them like working very hard. You know what I'm saying? And if you work hard, you show this on the page. Like check farik Kadolu, you can see his body, like his physique it got better because he, he works hard and now you can see how good he is on the pitch, you know, especially in the last last games he played. So this is what I'm talking about. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I would like to hear your opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I do agree. I think, well, in terms of Topuz and uh, Alper, they, we paid too much money for them. I agree with that. I think, um, but I think they're different players really. I think Mehmet Topuz was, was good professional. You know, I think he gave his all when he was playing and, you know, I, I think the, but probably the opposite of our pair. And I think, you know, he's what's worse. What's the wrong, he's the wrong <laughs> thing with the foreigner rule. You know, it creates, yeah. Like you said, there are a lot of Turkish players who just want the money and then they sit around and it's, you know, we need more foreigners to, you know, come here and show how the work you know they work hard like a player you know younger players like Ferdi you know okay he's probably gonna count as Turkish but he's grown up in their Dutch youth uh, football system which is one of the best in the world so he knows what he needs to do to you know play at the top of his game every week um, but yeah I mean I don't know like I think Turkish football yeah it's probably it's already sort of going a bit downhill. So hopefully this doesn't send it even further, but I don't know. It's, I can't really see anything good happening from this. I'm just kind of thankful that Mary Charlar and Genghis and they're already out there in Europe. You know, no Turkish club could actually afford to take them back to Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they're not going to, you know, then they're safe out there. Um, But, you know, I hope, you know, someone like Irfan Can, he's, you know, I, you, He's saying he wants to go and play in Europe. So hopefully mm. he still can, uh, despite this rule. But yeah, I think it's going to be... I'm going to go back to seeing players like Tariq Chamdal. You know, he's the famous <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: guard strike player. <laughs> the, I think
0: he's the most famous one when, when yeah. he has that for any rule. Everyone gives the example of Tariq Chamdal. You remember Tariq Chamdal? Yeah, everyone remembers Tariq Chamdal. Uh, also, yeah, the thing with, I didn't really... Um, mean something bad about Mehmet Topuz or Alper Putic they of course like Alper is still a Fenerbahce you player yeah. uh, um, Mehmet and Mehmet Topuz, He he wore he wore Fenerbahce shirts for many years I didn't really mean anything bad for them uh, I respect them but what I wanted to say is I don't think they are worth the money we spent on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah,
1: agree. I think this is this is
0: the, this is what I wanted to say. Like we paid really good money for them. Like if you like, I think it was eight million euros or something we paid for Alpha Product. Imagine paying eight million at that year. Like he he's been at the club for like maybe, um, like seven years or something. Uh, so it's I think this is what I want to say. Uh, yeah. But I, and before like uh before we shut the podcast down, uh, do you know um I just I just checked the Players who went to Europe, uh, you know, when there were like uh, foreign rules after 2008, uh, the only two players went to Europe. Uh, it's Arda Turan and Tunja Shalna from from Super League. But uh, after you know, what I'm saying they you know they said no more foreign rules. After that, we like like as you mentioned, you can keep going like Jengis Chala, Mehmet Demiral, like Enzakiçel, Yusuf Yazıcıoğlu. There are many names, Jeng Tosun. Like we we really sent a lot of uh, good, t- uh top players to the Europe, and when if, if, yeah when you check the teams they are playing like Chala plays for Leicester City, Jengis for Roma, and Rumor saying he's going to uh, Napoli, uh, you know uh, you know is a U.S. player. So like those look at those teams, right? They are all like top teams. So uh, this is what this is the best example we can give in my opinion when it comes to these foreign rules. So, without it, it is definitely better. Um, hopefully, yeah, I know it will not change, but um, maybe after next season, they will say, okay, you know, this doesn't work. So, they will just say, okay, no more foreign rules. It's free to sign uh, out of foreign players as much as you can. And so, this is what it is. Uh, thank you for joining me, Dom. It was nice to thank speak you. with you. You too. Uh, see, you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Peace out, people.
1: Bye-bye.